0: everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, a Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. So um, today I'm going to give a little talk about Pisces season. The sun is in Pisces. It's actually been there for about a week, um, but hey, better late than never. Um, the sun in Pisces is going to be, um, the sun will be shining in Pisces through March 20th. Okay, so the end of spring in the northern hemisphere, beginning of um, the end, sorry, the end of winter and the beginning of spring, and in the southern hemisphere, of course, is the end of spring and the beginning of um, the end of, can I get this right? (laughs) It's Pisces, everything's in a fog. (laughs) It's the end of winter and the end of summer in the southern hemisphere. Yay, I got it. (laughs) <laughs> anyway um so i'm going to talk to you a little bit about um the, actually this this talk is going to center not so much on all the day-by-day delineations because i'm going to be covering that next week when we have the new moon um but it's just three tips for making the most out of the season of whenever the sun's in pisces so this is this is good stuff this is good for any year when the sun's in pisces so what is this the pisces archetype well In ancient astrology, Jupiter rules Pisces. And in modern astrology, the planet Neptune. So we can really blend both of these um, and and talk about this. So obviously, Pisces is a water sign. Pisces is mutable, mutable water. Well, mutable means change, moving, mutating, changing from one thing to another. Double-bodied, as we say in ancient astrology. Um, So these start to give us a a hint of um, water signs, of course, are also feminine. So this is giving us a hint of some of these keywords describing the archetype. So this is very much um, the archetype of divinity, of um, higher worlds, unseen worlds, um, compassion, dreams, mysticism, mystical velocity, transcendental reality um, secrets, uh, fantasies, all of these things are represented by, um, by Pisces. Um, it can also be, um, you know, I, I would say on the shadow side, it can be deception, illusion, uh, fraud, you know, um, you know, <laughs> I think about like the state of Florida, it's a, it's a Pisces state. I don't know how many other states, if any, are Pisces states in the, in the country, but Florida is a Pisces state. And, um, and and I remember going to, years ago. I went to this talk by this man. It was like one of these luncheons, like a business luncheon, and he said that of all the states in the country, the according to FBI statistics, Florida leads the country in fraud. And I thought, wow, and it, it just stuck with me. I never forgot. Well, obviously, right? It's a Pisces state, so fraud, deception. You know those in the in the old days when they were developing South Florida and Miami was just a swamp. They you know they drained the swamp and um, And then there was all those, um, uh, you know, claims, all those bogus real estate claims of people were buying land that was really underwater, you know, in, in, uh, you know, uh, hyped by all the illusion and the fantasy of those northerners, right, wanting the (laughs) carpetbaggers, the northerners that wanted to come down and the snowbirds, right, to, to make a a life in Florida, only to find that the land they bought was underwater. So that's, that's very Piscean, right? You know, dreams and delusions and fantasies mixed with some fraud and deception. That's how it can be. But like I said, on the positive side is an enormous amount of inspiration, um, devotion, creativity, um, outrageous downloads, you know, mystical downloads, uh, poetry and music and dance. You know, these are all very um these beautiful archetypes right this fantasy glamour right that is this is all very Piscean and of course religion right with jupiter being um the ancient astrology ruler jupiter organized religion spirituality you see the the um the Piscean age right the two fishes the symbol of christianity two fishes swimming in opposite directions <laughs> so talk about mutable right um anyway so um just briefly um I'm going to give you some um, some ideas here. No, I, I, as I say this, I I say with a heavy heart. You know, in about 24 hours ago is when the Ukraine was invaded by Vladimir Putin, and so um, I know there are some some people who watch this channel that are from Serbia and Russia, and we just want you to know that you know we're all praying for the highest light, the highest divine truth, sending lots of lots of light to you guys in in these areas. And, um, you know, none of us want more. We just want, we want to be with our families. We want to create, we want to use this Neptunian energy to create great art, you know? Um, but like I said, the shadow side with um, Jupiter in its home sign of, um, in Pisces and Neptune, they're both in their domicile, right? Um, this is a really strong, and Jupiter can be, you know, rules the military, especially the higher ups we're um you know in that in that sense of uh, m- you know military conflict and um you know unfortunately um when you think of death and dissolution so it can be you know genocide can can be associated with that and of course that was one of the things that came up when Putin explained um you know why he was uh, invading and so um anyway you know that that is that possibility but I I'm a big believer, you know, the confidence, joy, optimism part of Pisces, (laughs) I'm a big believer in that. So I really do feel, um, I just know from not even believe, it's more than belief, it's knowing that our prayers can shift and the higher our consciousness is, the more that gets to be played out in the world. So just keep your prayers coming. Um, Anyway, uh, and the people who are in those countries, you always have our prayers. So, like I said, divinity, compassion, you know, having enormous amounts of compassion, certainly for all humanity, but especially right now, we are, we are thinking about the people in, in the Ukraine. And um, mystical velocity, intuition. Uh, what would be some good remedies to use the, the, the highest use of Pisces season? Well, you know, art for one thing, right? Grab your sketchbook, uh, grab a journal, journaling. Uh, dream journaling, right? Because this is is the archetype that is um, in, uh, rules dreams. And so the dissolution of form is very Piscean, right? That's why it rules fog. It's like things that mesh and you can't quite see something. It it appears, it disappears, it's secretive. You know, um, when form disappears and like water is solid and then it becomes steam and disappears. You know, that's very much those keywords. Um, so I would say um, a good thing to do is um, besides dream journaling and poetry, if you are so inclined or painting or writing, um, you could take a salt bath, you know, with wonderful, right, bath time, water season, water sign, um, you know, with Dead Sea salts or um, Dr. Teal's is a great one, I love them, Epsom salts, any kind of salt, Himalaya, I guess Himalayan salts, you know, all, any kind of salt that you vibe to, and put your prayers in, the, in that bath water. When you, when you start that bath, you know, um, put your hands or your feet in it, and you know, and just, just say, program that water, like Masaru Emoto, we know. So your bath can become a prayer. And so blessing the water, blessing the salt. So this is uh, a way to really uh, purify ourselves and bring ourselves into this, this higher state of transcendental reality um on the light side you could dress like a mermaid because after all it is pisces um but if you don't have money for a fin no problem um you could put pictures of mermaids around i don't know talk to the mermaids what would you say if you could talk to a mermaid what what do you think they'd like to say to you It'd be very right you're we're bending reality here of how we know it um i would say with um in terms of being uh, effective out there in the world, now that we, you know, once we're out of the bathtub and we're dealing with the real world, we wanna really take and, and we'll, we'll have enormous capacity in, in this time period to um, examine our boundaries. Might be hard to find them and, def- and define them because it's like the smoke machine, right? And like in the Hollywood movies, they have those smoke machines, right? So smoke and mirrors or fog, you know, we, we might, find that we're bending a hard line of ourselves, that we can let go and relax. We can redefine our boundaries. We don't want to throw boundaries out the window because obviously we must have some kind of healthy boundaries, but you might find yourself redefining boundaries in this season. Um, At the same time, um, healthy boundaries, of course, uh, because you know, Pisces can also be about addictions and escapism. So sometimes we need to escape and watch a movie, but other times escapism is, can be you know, detrimental. So we have to really be, oh, that little bell went off. We have to be really careful with that, not to see everything through rose-colored glasses to the point where we lose our reason, right? So there's that balance, the opposite sign being Virgo. So yes, keep your discernment, but also keep your heart open. Um, keep your feet on the ground, right? Don't get so ungrounded. And you know, for me, I, I find if I'm, you can chant the uh, bija mantras, and, and the root chakra is Lam, L-A-M. The second chakra is Vam, V. v as in Victor, V-A-M. And the um, third chakra, Manipura, is um, is uh, the um, Ram, R-A-M. Ram. So Lam, Vam, Ram you could chant that any number of times and that will definitely ground you if you find yourself being too, you know, woo, flying around out there. Uh, keep your feet on the ground. Sometimes it means eating, you know, yams and turnips and, you know, root vegetables, and <laughs> just, just sweet potatoes. I don't know, just <laughs> something uh, of that nature. Roots, what does what the root? Carrots, uh, radishes, you know, anything like turnips, you know, things that come from the ground um, will definitely Help us out. Um, I would say, of course, you know, the the um, you we might be more mindful about being a victim or seeing victims or encountering that aspect of ourselves, so that might need to be healed. Um, the victim archetype or the savior martyr, right? The flip side. I'm going to save somebody. I'm going to. We might feel like, oh, we've got to rescue someone, and of course, who do we really rescue? We we can only rescue ourselves. So. Um, one, um, one more, th- here's another great homework assignment, besides writing dream journaling and salt baths, watch the movie, Ben-Hur, because forgiveness, it's about forgiveness. It was one of the, not the recent one that came out a few years ago, Watched the one from 1959 with Charlton Heston. It was considered one of the greatest films ever made of, of all time in film history. It was definitely in the AFI list when we had the, at the turn of the century as the 100 greatest films of all time. It was definitely up there. I think it won like eight Oscars or something. It's very famous for the chariot race, but really the whole, um, there's only, um, there's a, there's action throughout it, but really it's it's a beautiful story about love and forgiveness. So um, just it's, it's fabulous. So I would say great time. It's a real tear jerk or two. Uh, but this is Pisces season we can cry. Get the, get those puffs and watch Ben Hur. Uh, so um, and and you know forgiveness too is um, we can forgive, which is not condoning we can forgive and if there's, say, for example, there's somebody really toxic in our life, we can give them space and forgiveness doesn't mean that we have to hang out with them. Um, I love that saying, you know, sometimes you gotta love people from the next room, you know, you might have friends or relatives like that, you know, and family members and it's like, yeah, I, I love you. And, you know, we will let them be in the next room. <laughs> so, um, we don't have to take abuse. We don't have to take addictive behaviors or abuse from from anyone. So having compassion of forgiveness during this season is, is certainly key. The only other thing I wanted to say about this today is um, there's a great story about the, the value of forgiveness. Okay, so it obviously has a lot of value. It ripples out, it, it affects all of us. If, You know, they say if a butterfly flaps its wings in China, you know, we're affected on the other side of the world. Well, I what comes to mind that I want to share with you in closing is a great story. Um, This is a story um, about myself and uh, what happened when I forgave somebody. Um, This was about this happened about 10 years ago. And I was seeing somebody, and uh, we were trying to make it work, and it just wasn't—it just wasn't happening. Um, This particular person was uh, just, you know, resisted, like just had a lot of personal issues, and just arms length out, you know, couldn't get close because it was like one step forward, two steps back, and it was just too difficult to try to have a relationship. So we we broke up. I I broke up. I said, you know, I, I I can't do this. This just isn't working for me. So I, you know, all love and, you know, I, I can't do this. Well, I forgave him or I thought I did. You know, it's like, oh, of course, I've done a lot of work on myself. I know how to forgive people. You know, it's not, it's not, um, you know, have compassion, compassion, forgiveness. Yes, 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 I did all that. But about three or four months, oh gosh, maybe longer, maybe five months later, one day I woke up. And when I woke up, what came to me was, you know, you never really forgave him all 100%. That there was, I became conscious and aware that there was still this like one thread, like 1% thread of, that I was still hanging on to being right and being upset about and being angry at him for how he, was behaving and and it was some of it was it bordered on abusiveness you know and I know, I know I didn't I didn't take it on personally I didn't dare but I knew that it wasn't me and yet I could still forgive him or so I thought well I found this little thread so in that moment I thought okay you have to get off it hundred percent just forgive him a hundred percent let everything go even though you were right about feeling this way it's just just let it all go so I did in my head I just. I let it go. I just told myself I let it go. Then I got out of bed, went about my business. About 40 minutes later, guess what happens? The phone rings. Guess who it was? I haven't heard from him in months. Months. Didn't think about him. I had washed my hands of it. The minute I forgave him, boom, the phone rings. He says, hey, guess, um, I happen to be in your town. i in your, I'd love to stop by. Would that be okay? And I said, sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was like totally shocked. Um, so I hung up the phone, and I I remember running around the living room. Guys, I got a vacuum. You know, it's like. <laughs> but as I was doing that, I started crying, and I just my heart opened, and I just had so much. I, I I just had so much love in my heart for him, for myself, just just love. I don't know. I was just present to all this forgiveness, I guess, energy. And so I vacuumed up and he came over and what's the first thing he says out of his mouth? He said, well, I came over because I just want you to know, I just want to apologize to you because of how I treated you. I treated you really badly and I really feel bad about that and I'm so sorry. I was like, oh my God, like I want to like fall on the floor. I couldn't believe what I was hearing but I could, you know, because of what just happened. So, um, and I said, oh no, it's fine. You know, oh no, I totally, no, I understand. I mean, I had not one grudge in my heart. It was like, yeah, you're right. You're acting like an idiot, you know, it's like nothing. There was nothing there. And there was just this space of openness. And he stayed um, for the next, we spent the day together and it was so lovely at me at lunch. It was like this huge, huge, perfect, it was a perfect day. It was sunny, it was beautiful out. I had a garden, he helped me um, in my garden. I, I love gardening and plants and he helped me plant this plant bed early, You know, in, in months previous uh, gardening bed. And so we worked outside and he helped me pull weeds out of it. And we just were like side by side together doing things. And it was just the most magical day because there was no history. There was no grudge, there was no nothing. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, he went home and I was like, okay, you know, and and I remember at, it was just a magical day, you know, those few days in your life. And um, I, I just actually remember to finish the story. I remember asking him at the end, like, I'm like, think, should I ask, should I say something or not? I'm like, okay, whatever still staying unattached right and I said um, hey what do you think you know like here we are we're in this perfect space together what do you think do you want to you know I don't know exactly how I worded it but do you want to get back together is basically what I was saying and he just went no I, I I don't I don't feel to do that I'm like okay all right, but I, I asked, and um, and he he couldn't or didn't want to, and for whatever reason wasn't able to, and I, and I was like, and I, I was a little sad in my heart, you know, I wasn't angry, certainly not, but it was a little sad. I was like, oh, okay, but I had to, but I know I have to get off it, keep getting off it every second, and you you can't let that, you know, I can't hold that against him, I, but I did feel, sad, I allowed myself to feel feel what I felt, because I really did there was that time in the beginning. I mean, we had a very intense relationship and it was very, very, um, it was very profound. I I know I had soul memory of him from like other lifetimes. Yes, my dear, that was my cat affirming. Yes, I know, I know, Lucas. So um, anyway, I, I just wanted to share that, like the power of forgiveness, but here's the epilogue. As if that weren't like satisfying and amazing enough, about a day or so later, I get a check in the mail and I, I tell you, I, I don't remember who it came from or how it happened. I can't remember those details. I should, but I can't. All I know is it was a check that I wasn't expecting for $800 and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know? And I knew in my heart, like, yeah, you forgive, your heart opens, everything flows, everything flows. So I'm. I remember thinking, gosh, you know, people spend all these money, this money on, you know, um, uh, workshops like prosperity workshops and this and that. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not dissing that, but where I came from, where this came from, and what Pisces season comes from is mystical velocity, transcending logic. So what happens, the, everything, the magic, you know, the flow of life, including money, you know, it's $800. I'm like, holy moly. And I'm thinking people don't have to, people don't have to take prosperity workshops. All you got to do, if you want a prosperous life, if you really want money, money, like just forgive somebody, get off it, get off it with whoever you've been holding grudges with. Just, just call that person up and say, you know what? I've been holding a grudge and I just, I'm letting it go, but you have to really mean it you really have to want to go there. And um, wh- however that happens, sometimes it happens in crisis where we have no choice. We're like sick and we we have a serious illness and we realize we have to shift the energy. I mean, whatever, it can happen in many ways. For me, it was just waking up one morning. One morning. So um, I just wanted to share that, that um, yeah, the power of Pisces season, <laughs> it wasn't Pisces season, by the way, I remember it was over the summer, but, um, you know, it, it just, it just, it's just universal wisdom. So I just hope that you, um, yeah, just, I, I just desire for all of us to really embody uh, the magic that is available to us in this season and to have compassion, uh, keep the people of Ukraine and Russia in your prayers. Um, you know, the people, you know, we all want to just be with our families and enjoy life. I have compassion for Putin, who is obviously so hard-hearted. And, you know, I just, I send him a lot of light. I think of all the people that need light, and he's the one, right, right now. And um, and all of our world leaders, just total, total compassion, all the servicemen and women, everybody, you know, just total, total compassion that knows no boundaries, right? It's not like, oh, well, you're Russian, I'm not gonna have, it. no, we, because that's that's the dissolution factor, right, of Pisces, total, total Um, heart opening, you know, that devotion to the divine, the bhakti, the bhakti energy of um, devotion. So that's all I have to say for today. And um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, Let me know how you feel or what you're feeling, because it is the feely, feely season. And uh, you can always leave your, you know, little, I love hearing from you notes, emails, little comments below. Don't forget down below, like, share, subscribe. If you enjoyed this, and could want to forward that. That we are always so grateful. Um, all of those little things help the algorithm. Yay! Anyway, so that's all for today. Thank you all so much for listening. This is Irliana Samsara. Star Sound Speaks. StarSoundAstrology.com. Namaste.